0: Welcome to the Travis Masterbone Podcast. I am your host, Travis Masterbone, talking some shit to impact your life. And this is episode seven titled Warren Buffett and Intrinsic Value Part One. Quote If you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die. End quote. The great Warren Buffett. Who is Warren Buffett? American billionaire, investor, philanthropist and currently the chairman and CEO of Berkshire Hathaway, the famous multinational holding company. Uh, It holds controlling interests in some very, very familiar names, such as Heinz, Coca-Cola, Geico, Apple, and plenty more. He has been in these positions as CEO and chairman since 1965, and he is one of the best-known fundamental investors in the world. And as of October 2023... His fucking net worth is approximately $117 billion, making him the seventh richest man in the world. So, with that being said, why not learn a little bit about this man? Specifically, what is his life philosophies and what are his financial strategies and techniques? And how can I extract these philosophies and techniques and apply them to my life to the best of my ability? Will I ever be a billionaire? I don't know. But I know this much. All it took was a $500 draft withdrawal overdraft fee um, sitting in my car, basically in tears, about maybe 10 years ago. And I knew from that point on I wanted to be financially independent. And so... Just like Mr. Buffett, um, I stumbled upon him, Tony Robbins, Robert Kiyosaki, Ray Dalio, and a few other gems. And I did the most research I could about money, finances, and investing. And I knew I wanted to be financially independent and become a multimillionaire. And that's the path I'm on today. And it inspired me to do this episode because Buffett has very specific philosophies and financial strategies that I think are very impactful in my life today, and I think they could be impactful for you as well. So specifically, I'm going to zoom in on a YouTube financial educator. His name is Preston Fish. I will link in the description. And he puts together a series of educational videos specifically extrapolating on Warren Buffett's investing strategies. It's titled Invest Like Warren Buffett. And uh, in this episode, I will do my best to summarize some of the key takeaways. There's one specific video that we will be talking about today in this first part. And then in the second part, we will get a bit more technical with formulas and calculations in regards to finding and determining the intrinsic value of a company. Very exciting stuff, or it'll put you to sleep, but either way, this is my fucking podcast. So sit back and let's get into this. Um, I wanted to disclose I am not a financial advisor or CPA by any stretch of the imagination. So please take everything that I say with a grain of salt. I am literally regurgitating the majority of this from the Preston Fish educational series, Invest Like Warren Buffett, and I am simply just taking away some of the gems and gold from these series. Uh, It's about hours worth of work, uh, not work, but hours worth of content. And I'm going to do my best to squeeze it into 15, 20 minutes in this part, and then another 15, 20 minutes in the next episode. So let us begin. Uh, What is Warren Buffett predominantly known for? Uh, First and foremost, he just likes to keep things simple. And as I said earlier, he focuses on the fundamentals, the foundations of investing, frugality, um, living below your means. He's known for driving an old Ford um, that he still drives today or who knows, but he doesn't buy any of the flashy new cars. It's not about the glamour and the shiny stuff. He's a big believer in delayed gratification, uh, never losing money. He has the rules of Rule number one, never lose money. Rule number two, follow rule number one. And then just like that opening quote, having money work for you. So I have a funny feeling Mr. Buffett doesn't do much labor anymore considering his billions. But I also have a funny feeling he's worked up to that and to building a residual stream of income. This is something I have been working towards and applying in my life today as well. And he's known for value investing and intrinsic value, which we will get into more detail in the second part. But for the most part, that is just basically the true value of a stock of a company. And so in this episode, we are going to go over the four rules for buying stocks that Warren Buffett follows. Uh, this is his valuation technique and Before he buys a stock in a company, all four of these rules must be fulfilled. Rule number one, the stock has to be stable and understandable. High volatility equals high risk. Mr. Buffett is not attracted to volatile stocks. He doesn't like the unpredictability. He likes predictability, a.k.a. stable stocks. And he doesn't like the idea of investing in something that you do not understand. This seems pretty basic to me, but you'd be surprised how many people um, jump into, you know, stocks and just purchase companies and are unaware of how unpredictable and how volatile they are under the guise that they're going to just explode and you're going to capitalize on a lot of profit. He prefers the long-term game, right? So this seems pretty basic, but for the most part, this is definitely rule number one. And I'm not even saying that I'm immune to this. I have purchased stocks before where I did not do any research whatsoever. And I've lost money. i made a little money. But for the most part, there are a lot of stocks that I have now that I am using this um, very simple rule and a lot of his other tactics as well as for playing for the long game. And transitioning into that, that is where we see rule number two. A stock must have long-term prospects. I encourage you to Google Warren Buffett's net worth wealth graph slash chart. It really is incredible. Much like how I mentioned in my episode two of sex transmutation, how uh, Napoleon Hill highlights that men really hit their peak In regards to success in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, Warren Buffett is definitely an example of this. He didn't start accumulating billions and billions of dollars until his late 60s and beyond. The chart is mind-blowing, but it absolutely shows that he is a firm believer in becoming an owner of companies that are going to be around for the long run. He likes to buy companies that he knows will be around another 20 or 30 years that will be useful for people and society. He's not into the get-rich-quick speculative stocks, which is basically just gambling. And again, he's very anti-volatility. All about the stability, the long-term stocks. And another reason why he does this is if you hold the stock, you watch it grow. He doesn't pay taxes on any of these things because he's not selling them. So the capital gains tax does not hit Warren Buffett's um, bank account or a bill isn't sent his way for the government. Right. So he gets to hold on to all that rule number three. And this seems pretty simple as well, but it's very difficult. I think there's two aspects to it. There's a there's a skill in regards to investing where you are just a nerd. You can geek out and get all the numbers to fit exactly how you want to profit off of a company. But then there's also maybe an emotional social skill on analyzing leaders, people running the company. So rule number three, a stock must be managed by vigilant leaders. And having good leaders and executives and boards of directors, I would assume this is pretty damn important. And Warren Buffett thinks so as well. But predominantly, he wants individuals that are really good at managing debt. And this is how I apply it when I talk to people about stocks and shares and how to analyze a business. Which this entire series from Preston Fish he goes in great, great detail. Again, it's like hours worth of content. Highly recommend it. But compare it to yourself. When we talk about profit and loss and balance sheets. It's no different than your own pocket. What are you making and what's going out? And how are you managing debt? Do you have credit cards? Do you have loans, student loans, business loans? How are we capitalizing on increasing income and paying off debt and, again, living below your means? And so hopefully the leaders in these companies are very good at managing, tracking, and just having that skill of taking care of debt in the company. And the fourth and final rule, which we will touch on briefly here, but more in depth in part two, is the stock must be undervalued. Okay, And in order to understand what a company is in regards to value, this is where his technique of intrinsic value, finding a company's intrinsic value, or for me, it seems like it's real value. um, Once you find that, You purchase the stock lower than what it actually is. And so I like the garage sale example. And when it comes to the stock market, just because something is selling at a certain price per share on the stock market, it does not mean that's the actual price. That's just what they're selling it for. So if you go to a garage sale and you find an average couch, look at the price tag and it's $5,000, you're going to scoff and laugh and move forward. compare it to another garage sale or anything on your phone in regards to couches on the market Uh, but we know that's not the real value they are overpricing it so in this sense we are going to find the actual price of this couch which might be actually a thousand or five hundred dollars somewhere in there and warren buffett's rule is we want to get it below its actual price so somewhere below 500 is where he will dive in. And he learns this technique from his mentor that he worked for, Benjamin Graham. He's authored the books, Security Analysts, and more importantly for this topic, The Intelligent Investor. Both of these, you need a fucking translator to really get in and understand the jargon. I've read through these a couple times in my life and just skimmed through and found uh, people, I actually had to listen to people who analyze these books to get a better grasp of what the hell is going on. But for the most part, the intelligent investor focuses on how to purchase companies and specific companies that provide dividends, um, not paying attention to the changing ups and downs and sentiments of the market. He talks about margin of safety, right? Or in other words, the room for human error. For a specific investor when purchasing companies and stock, Um, he is basically the godfather of intrinsic value and looking for price value discrepancies when the market price of a stock is less than its intrinsic value. So all of that jargon there. Uh, We will go in grave detail in the next part, defining everything and laying it out as simple as possible. That's one of the biggest things that I had to overcome when I went on this financial journey. There was a lot of words and a lot of concepts and a lot of things that I really had to go on Investopedia and just dig deep, read, memorize, learn, get audio, visual, Any type of uh, learning mechanism to help me understand and grasp what the hell these people are talking about. And remember, it's only complicated because we don't understand it. So once we understand it and we get moving forward and then apply it to our real life, you'd be shocked at how easy it is to actually take some steps like this and um, utilize these concepts. It's pretty miraculous in my opinion. Um, So... Again, uh, just to quickly summarize here, if you are truly interested in the details about intrinsic value, I'm going to do my best in the next episode. But I highly encourage you to look up Preston Fish, it's spelled P Y S H, hours worth of content. Uh, He not only talks about value investing and intrinsic value, but he also talks about and shows visuals and calculations on how to analyze a small business how it operates versus a large business applying it to buying stocks determining its true value he breaks down stock markets bubbles crashes breaks down bonds and much much more it's very very valuable i ran through this entire series probably two or three times and i'm still uh you know working on it i'm not the sharpest knife in the in the toolbox but for the most part i'm doing my best And so, again, this is not a podcast episode where I break it down to the nitty gritty. In the next part, we will get into some specific details about what is a stock, what is a share. We'll get into the details on what a profit and loss sheet is, a balance sheet, a cash flow statement, why these three documents are very important in in, in evaluating a company. But also how easy it is to actually find it when you're looking to purchase stock on your phone, E-Trade account or on the Internet Um, and how we use these sheets and statements and find certain numbers like P.E. price to earnings ratio, price to book value ratio. These things could sound like another language. But in all reality, all you got to do is look for the number. And if you understand the rules and the calculations and specific returns um, that come about from these findings, that are all from the great Warren Buffett himself, uh, I think you might surprise yourself on how confident you will become in actually purchasing stocks on your own. I know it's done wonders for me. And of course, we are going to do our best to fulfill all four rules before we pull the trigger. So hopefully this was entertaining enough. you didn't hit the pillow too fast uh, but regardless I got another part coming out it's going to be a lot more detailed and whether or not you snooze through it that will be up to you but either way all of this stuff has been very beneficial in my financial journey and life and hopefully it is too. and closing out again thank you for tuning in to the Travis masterbone podcast. Like, share, subscribe, all that shit, and I look forward to you tuning in next time. Farewell.